0: The story you are about to hear
1: is true. Only the names have been changed to protect the innocent. Who knows
2: what evil lurks in the hearts of men.
1: Here's romance. Here's the famous Robin Hood of the Old West. Aw, oh, just sneak in. Not me. I ain't going to church. No Sunday school today. about my soul,
2: just as soon as my feet turn down,
1: I won't be in trouble no more, I won't be in trouble no more.
0: Good morning or afternoon. Welcome to the Removing Confusion podcast. This is Tom Richardson. It is August the 16th, 2022. We have a lot of stuff we're going to cover today, so I'm not going to waste a lot of time talking. It's like this flurry of stuff just keeps happening and happening and happening and it's hard to keep up with if, you, uh, if you're trying. And a lot of people don't. They just shut their ears off to it, their eyes off to it, and try to live in this little plume of uh, it doesn't make any difference. Uh, people are going to do what people are going to do. I, I can't change none of it. If you don't know, I'm going to talk to you from a biblical Christian perspective. If you don't know what's happening in the world around you, uh, guess what? You don't know what to pray about. And I see people who are like this all the time. And they spend more time, you know, in this little bubble, this little cloud, this little uh Depository. Now there are some folks that can't help it. You know their mental capacity is is a little bit lower than others. You know due to you know whatever genetics or or um, upbringing or disease, and that happens. But for those of us who are vividly aware or capable of being vividly aware, we need to be not. Engulfed in these things, but at least have an idea what's going on in the world around us. Because if we do not know, we will be overtaken by it, or we'll fall for it. I'll give you. I'll give you a, a credible example. Uh, several months back, the uh, government, Joe Biden, signed an executive order to digitize currency what that what that entails in the in the short end of it is taking currency out of circulation and making it all digital now if anybody you know i don't know if you go to a church where they say revelation isn't for us it's only for the jew then you don't know revelation 13 and anybody that says that went to a bible college that didn't teach anything they left out uh, around 31,000 verses and only gave them six. Let me tell you something. It says in Revelation 13, he will cause all, both small, great, rich, poor, free, and bond, to receive a mark on their forehead or their right hand. I'm not saying Joe Biden has that kind of capacity, but to take the United States currency out of circulation and turn it into digitized form is a big step on the world stage everything that leads up to the end you know it just keeps happening and it keeps happening quickly you know because the devil knows he has but a short time now oh you're getting awful preachy there mr richardson well that's my that's my vocation that's my calling I have a very storied background of many different things that I've done. I've sold cars. I've worked in prisons. I I flew around on airplanes armed to the teeth. I have training in this and training in that. Now I can't see past my nose, so none of it makes any difference. But in the long run, in 1988, I was called to preach by the Lord himself. That's how I believe it, and I don't care what anybody says. That's it. So I'm not afraid of to To break open the word of God and share with you. And I do it quite often. If I sound a little ranty, that's because it's one of those days. It's Tuesday. Tuesday's a good day to rant. But there's a lot of stupid things going on around us, and I don't think most people have an idea. I don't think they have a clue. Now, before we go any further, I always want to remind you, about uh, the sponsor for the show, which I believe is still our sponsor. They haven't sent me an email saying, shut up and don't say that anymore. But they're uh, Socks, steponsocks.com backslash removing confusion. That way they'll know that you came to their website through this media outlet. And uh, they have a lot of good stuff there. They're good Christian folks with good, you know, uh, material to sell some stuff that you really might need if they're going to digitize our currency. And one of those things is silver. The other things is good to have warm socks. And if you're going to wear socks, you might as well wear socks that make a statement. Steponsocks.com backslash removing confusion. All one word. Uh, Okay, let's get to it. Let's get to it. I want to read a chunk of scripture, several pieces, and we'll we'll come back to some more. Psalm one. Uh, David started the psalms out, or let's put it this way: God started the psalms out on a note that is worthy of our taking into consideration. Here it is: Psalm one, verse one. Blessed. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. I could read that whole psalm. I'm not going to just for the pressure of time. Blessed is a man that stays away from the ungodly. Blessed is a man who doesn't sit with the ungodly. Blessed is the man who doesn't stand with the ungodly. That's basically how I read that. You know, we can't help but be around sinners. We are sinners ourselves, but we are sinners that have been sanctified by God. If you truly have been saved, don't let some preacher tell you you're saved. You know you're saved make sure you know you're saved don't don't rely on that trip to the altar and the five second prayer that we've taken and turned into this you know mantra of salvation salvation goes a little bit deeper than that it's a acceptance that Jesus is your lord and savior and king a lot of people don't like that They just want the easy way. And that's why the churches are dying. It's not COVID. It's not uh, a lack of interest. It's because people aren't getting what they need. And the ones that are growing, people say, well, look at these big churches. Those big churches are hurting too, trust me. And it was COVID that took a lot of the wind out of our sails, but it should never have happened. Flip over a few psalms to Psalm 37, and then we're going to get down to the meat of today. Psalm 37, verse 1. This is a psalm of David. Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Verse 3, trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Fret not means don't get scared. Don't be running with your tail between your legs. Don't, don't put on your stupid obedience mask because you're scared of a virus. If you're a doctor doing surgery, go for it. If you're a human sitting in the church or going to Walmart, take it off. Look around you. If everybody else is wearing it, get out of there and go someplace where it's where there's a little bit of brains. That's just one example of fear. Fret not thyself because of the evildoers. Now we're gonna we're gonna kind of outline some evildoers that are right in our midst. And we dare not be afraid of them. Because I'll tell you something. They're going to get their day. I pray that they turn their lives around just like any of us that have do, did. But I'm going to tell you something. It doesn't really look like they have the capacity. Here's evildoer number one, Nancy Pelosi. We still
2: support the one China policy. We go there to acknowledge the status quo is what our policy is. There is nothing disruptive about that it was only about saying uh, china is one of the freest societies in the world don't but take it from me that's from freedom house let's it's talk a, strong a little bit, democracy yeah. courageous people and and it's it just i don't know why it is uh, except there's some commercial interests
0: who would like to diminish uh, the relationship that it is an idiot that is a walking talking Human buffoon. Now she mentioned in there, China is one of the freest societies in the nation in the world. Don't take my word for it. Freedom House says so. Who's Freedom House? Freedom House is a nonprofit, majority U.S. government. Um, uh, I'm trying to read this really small print. Funded organization in Washington D.C. A government. Funded organization in Washington, D.C., a majority led government funded agency in Washington, D.C. That's Freedom House. That's Freedom House. Who's the majority in most regards in D.C. is the leftist communist liberals known as Democrats. That's who kind of pulls the strings over there and gets the money flown to Freedom House, who then turns around and says stupid things. I haven't gone on their website. I read that off of their uh, little blurb at the uh, startup page. But they're funded by people who tell them, hey, go around and tell everybody that China's free. Let me explain something to you we're going to talk about what can happen here as well but let me explain something to you if you don't remember a while back we talked here about muslim uyghurs u-i-g i think it's e-r-s uyghurs in china now most people say well they're muslims who cares they're human beings created in the image of god no matter what now you have to take into consideration that they are a. They have faith. They have a faith in a in a religious system that I don't agree with, but they have a faith in something other than the uh, Chinese Communist Party, the CCP, and in that nation, in that oversized, overblown nation of a billion people, if you have faith in something besides Xi Jinping. Who is setting himself up as a dictator god? Guess what? You are in deep kimchi. You are going to end up being shuttled off to who knows where. There are statements being thrown about. I can't prove them, I haven't seen them. But I have, well, I've actually heard uh, on credible, reliable places that these people are being organ harvested. Harvested. They're making millions and millions, possibly hundreds of millions of dollars off of the kidneys and livers and whatever else of these unfortunate Uyghurs. They took them to camps by the busload, truckload, and trainload, just like, oh, uh, Nazi Germany. They, They shuttled these people off to never be seen again. I saw a girl that was on, I think it was Tucker Carlson on Fox News, uh, if I'm not mistaken, who, who her father was one who was taken, and she doesn't really think she'll ever see him again. Now, you know, am I making stuff up just to make it a big splash here? Make it, oh. Look, at he's broke the story. I didn't break his story. I I heard this stuff on the side. But I then reiterate it down to the smaller group of folks that like to listen to what I have to say, and I appreciate every one of you. But listen to me. These aren't just stories to tell to make this interesting or make it gory and disgusting. These are things that are happening in that free place that Nancy Pelosi Wants it to. If anything that comes out of her mouth is either dementia or drunk, and I heard that from guys with bigger platforms than me, she's either complete idiot or she's drunk. She's not well liked over here at the uh, Richardson Media Empire. We pray for her every day. I'm sorry, that's a bold-faced lie. You know, here's the thing. We are told to pray for those who are in authority so that we may live our lives peacefully. So I I encourage you, please, do, do pray for these people. They need it. They need all they can get. And so do we. We need a lot of God's grace. He's given us the grace when he saved us from our sins but we also know that on the backside, the flip side of that, there's a lot going on around us. Yeah, you know, we there are things that test your faith. Don't let your faith slide. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, where it says, Many in that day will depart from the faith. Oh, and that's not your rapture of the church. That's people leaving the good faith of God and going back to whatever they were before. Uh, talking about camps, this is a little bit longer clip that I have. I haven't done any clips for a while, but I, the new Tom Richardson removing confusion media empire has given us a whole new way to uh, experience life outside of these four walls. This is, again, This it got all this stuff, I think, uh, except for the Pelosi thing. Uh, the rest of everything has come from a uh, Tucker Carlson show that he did and it's it's worth hearing you know it's worth hearing he, he's a he's a pretty well-spoken well-thinking you know good thinking you know news guy one of the few oh well,
2: there's fbi just simply carrying out their responsibilities of course they are come on will you support law enforcement
0: let me stop that. We'll end up going back over that again. Here's what he's talking about. I should have let up this because this is, if I played the entire segment, well worth hearing, and maybe someday I will, I don't know. It's probably 10 or 15 minutes long, at least 10. He says a lot of things in that 10 minutes. He plays a clip from uh, uh, an uh, idiot Arkansas mayor or governor, I'm sorry, governor of Arkansas, Asa Hutchinson, who who says, you know, the FBI is just doing their jobs when they went and raided Donald Trump's private residence, by the way, which is something that's never, ever, ever happened in the entire history of the United States. The former president had his home raided by the uh, established law enforcement agency. This time just happened to be the good old FBI. Fidelity, uh, infidelity, and buffoonery. I'm sorry to those that are actually decent FBI agents, but I'll tell you what if you are one, go work for somebody else. I I really it's really getting bad out there. But anyway, we'll go back to this. This is what they're talking he's talking about in the upshot is the raid on on uh Donald Trump's uh residence down in Florida. And you know, most of us have seen or heard something about that. And if you haven't, I'm sorry. Um there's a lot you can hear um, out there, YouTube it, uh, go to Rumble and look it up. A lot of, lot of, lot of talk on those. Well, for a week, that's all they talked about. Let's go back,
2: I'm sorry. Oh, well, there's FBI's just simply carrying out their responsibilities. Of course they are. Come on, will you support law enforcement? There's nothing to see here. That's the line. And no doubt Asa Hutchinson and Mitch McConnell and Dan Crenshaw and the rest of them will be telling you the very same thing when the Biden Justice Department or some other state law enforcement agency under their influence, finally does what you know they're gonna do, which is indict Donald Trump. Obviously they're gonna do that. Who knows how, maybe they'll produce surveillance video from Mar-a-Lago. Apparently they've already subpoenaed that. We'll spend the next year talking about how it shows Trump mishandling classified information. Really, on the server. Remember the endless Russia collusion hoax. We're in for a lot more of that. They'll scream at how Trump is a criminal. And if you express any support for him or Any interest in retaining, I don't know, the rights of free speech and due process, you're a criminal too. In fact, you are the threat. You're the threat. And just mentioning that you disagree with what is happening is an attack on our government. That's their style. Just the other day, after signing off for the Mar-a-Lago raid, your attorney general Merrick Garland came on stage to whine about how actually he was the victim here. He's the victim. Apparently some people disagreed with the raid. So the FBI, the most heavily armed domestic law enforcement agency in the world, is now under threat from you. Right, you're the criminal. Our critics are in jail, but I got anonymous threats on Twitter. Poor me. Passive aggression is the defining characteristic of the left. If they started putting people in camps, NBC News would cheer them on and then attack you for complaining about it. How dare you? Violating our norms. We've always had camps. As if to prove it, They prove it every day. But in the hours after Mar-a-Lago raid, the usual jackals on Twitter began demanding that Donald Trump should release the warrant that justified the raid. If you're not guilty, you'll show it to us. That's what they said. So Trump did it. He gave the warrant to Breitbart News, which printed it. And then the second the Breitbart piece went up, the very same jackals started screaming about how right wing extremists are putting the lives of FBI agents in danger since those agents were named in the warrant, which is a public document.
0: A public document. Okay, they wanted, to, they wanted to see what the warrant said. So they got it. The interesting thing that he said in there was, when they start to take you off to the camps, oh, we've always had camps. You know, that'll, that'll be the people over ABC, NBC, CBS, MSNBC, and maybe even some at Fox, and probably a whole bunch of people in the Congress of the United States. They'll say, well, you know, camps aren't a big deal. We've always had camps. I remember as a prison guard, I worked at the uh, the most secure prison that we had at that time, a $60 billion uh, joint that uh, only held about three or 400 guys. While I was there, they also built several more prisons, one in California, I can't remember if it was Victorville or or another place, but they they built several other prisons that sat empty for years. The only humans that were there were the ones who were hired as security to keep the lights on, keep the plumbing going, you know, whatever, and, uh, and basically keep the place from being overrun by the public or kids, you know, acting stupid. So there you have it. Maybe that's one of the camps. You know they can they can retrofit uh, just about any place to turn it. You know, they, uh, matter of fact, while I was in the Bureau of Prisons, the uh was that? Fort Dix, New Jersey, became a prison. Fort Dix, New Jersey. They can take an old army base with the old barracks from World War II if they haven't knocked them all down and rebuilt some. But they can repurpose those places and make them into prisons. Most of them already have fences around them. You know, all you got to do is get guards. And that's not hard. You know, people need jobs if they want to work. It's easy work to be a guard. But let me tell you something the day is coming under this administration, if they aren't stopped dead in their tracks, when those of us who think like we do, I do anyway, going to be shuttled off somewhere you know like they did to uh in that in the rest of that little uh monologue that tucker does he talks about judy rudy giuliani former mayor of new york city who cleaned new york city up him and i think it was bernie carrick the pd uh new york pd uh commissioner uh now he's you know, running for his life most of the time to keep from going to prison. At and you know, close to eighty years old. Steve Bannon, Peter Navarro, these are people who don't think the way Biden's administration, or let's just get right down to the bottom of it, Obama's administration think. If you don't fall in that line, you're done. They want you, and they want you gone. Uh, There's another guy that Tucker talked about who uh, ended up in looking at 10 years in prison for creating memes on Twitter that made fun of Hillary Clinton. They say his memes swayed people from the election, so they voted for Trump. Listen to me. A meme has never swayed me to vote one way or the other. If you're that weak-minded, you should probably stay at home on election day. Memes are just supposed—m e m e—you know—memes are only supposed to be funny, and some of them do have a, a pretty strong point to them, but for the most part, it's humor but it also makes you think. And there's nothing wrong with thinking. There's nothing wrong with, you know, seeing something you don't agree with. You can simply say, I'm not interested. Click to the next page. He mentioned in there also a guy that I thought would be, you know, somebody that we could hail as a an American hero, a, a dude that we could look up to, Dan Crenshaw, you've seen him if you watch the news at all. You know, rather articulate, speaking dude, you know, he's a congressman in the 2nd uh, District of Texas. Dan Crenshaw is also, you know, is a Navy SEAL. He reported to SEAL training out in Coronado. I don't know that he finished the SEAL training. Maybe he did. Yeah, he did. He joined SEAL Team Three. That's half as good as SEAL Team Six. Crenshaw is the kind of guy that you would think, man, you know, he's going to really be a voice for a real America. Most recently, he threw his back uh, backing into Liz Cheney. Who's the troglodyte woman who's sitting on the January sixth House committee as one of the two represented Republicans, if you want to call him that? The other one I think is Adam Kinsinger, Kinsinger, Dan Crenshaw, as Tucker calls him, eye patch guy. I try to be a little bit more nice, but I, I, I can't think of anything nicer to say. You know, like I say, you would look at this guy and say, well, he, he, he has some hero background, but what happened to him? How can he sit there as a Navy, a former Navy, Navy SEAL, as a former Iraq War veteran, and say, oh, Liz Cheney okay. And he's got a lot of other stuff that has popped out of his pie hole that just turned my guts over. He is quickly becoming public enemy number one because he's he's lost his flavor for real America, evidently. He's decided to join forces with Liz Cheney, I don't know why. Maybe maybe uh maybe her daddy has him set up for a job after he leaves Congress or maybe he's already getting paid while he's there. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. It's ridiculous is what it is. I want to read another piece of Bible for you. Matthew 25. Some of the most uh hard-hitting scriptures you'll find in Matthew 24, and 23, 24, and 25. And this is Jesus speaking. He's talking about uh, when the Son of Man comes into his glory. It starts in verse number 31. When the Son of Man comes into his glory, shall come into his glory, and all the holy angels with him, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory. And before him shall be gathered all nations, all, not just a few, all. And he shall separate them one from another, as a shepherd divideth his sheep from the goats. His sheep from the goats. And he shall set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on his left. Now, let me tell you something. If you're on the left, you're in trouble. You're a goat. You're in trouble. See this tactic I'm working at here today is showing you what happens with the evil ones. How do you even pick the evil ones out anymore? Well, you got to listen to their words. Now, everybody can say something that we don't agree with, right? I mean, that's just common. It can happen. Even the people I like sometimes... Hash it up and say something that ah, oh, you really shouldn't have went there. But it happens. But, but you know, they have their they have a way of redeeming themselves in our own little way, right? I'm going to tell you something about the the camp deal being shuttled off to camps. There's a couple of guys out there in the alternative, what they call alternative media, which is probably where i fit in more than anything only their 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 platforms are much larger one of them would be a guy by the name of alex jones who's fighting for his very life to stay out of you know i think it's a civil case right now but they want him bad they want alex gone now either you agree with him or not doesn't make any difference what they do to this man in court makes a difference he's not even allowed to present a a case practically he was denied evidence by a group known as youtube where evidently things that he had said had been stored there he said i I didn't say what they're saying i said or whatever you know i don't know the whole story I'm, i'm not that deep in it but he couldn't get the evidence to take to court without the evidence he was denied the ability to talk when he tried to present his case, he was told what you say doesn't make any difference. If you believe it, that's, you know, it doesn't mean it's true. That's from the judge in his case. I'd say your goose is cooked at that point. But Alex talked about the camps a long time before any of us did. There's another guy, Steve Quayle, talked a lot about the camps, still does. Claims that there's uh over a hundred thousand or more I don't know exactly a number maybe it's two hundred thousand thirty five thousand It's a big number of guillotines that's that credible in his eyes sources have seen now I've not seen those i've I've seen some pictures on the internet anything can show up there but i I have to tell you he's been right about so much. He wrote books years ago about genetic Armageddon. And what are we looking at now? Are people who are still, to this day, taking these shots for COVID-19 that can change their DNA? Eating foods, and we're all going to have this problem, but eating foods that contain genetically modified organisms that do, who knows, mostly it's cancer, diabetes, and all the other good things that happen to us. Remember this, what Jesus said It's not what goes in your mouth that defiles you. It's what comes out. When the corn that you want to eat is genetically modified, you don't know it. It just tastes like corn or the wheat or the barley or the whatever. Yes, they want us dead. And they have a plan, and they've had a plan for years and years and years to do it. Steve, Mr. Quayle, Stephen Quayle, has been at the top of that, for years, decades. Before there was podcasting, there was radio, and he was there then. So I give him credit. Do I agree with everything he says? No. But most of it, I'd say he was dead on. Another guy was Dave Hodges. Dave Hodges, I think he does the Common Sense Show. These are, these are people you can find right out there on the Internet. I encourage you to listen to them now because it's not too late. Steve Quayle, you should find him. Uh, he'll be on a lot of different shows, uh, but he's on the Hagman Report every Thursday, just about. And you can go backwards on your podcasting platform that you use. It won't be on the same ones. I'm I'm on, I'm on Apple and a few others, but you know, go to your Apple and look for the Hagman H A G M A N N Report. There's a lot of good stuff on there, too, but Steve's on there a lot. A couple, three hours every Thursday. There's a whole bunch of these guys that that people painted as nuts that aren't. They're as true today as they ever could be because of the things that are happening all around us. Let's listen to one more interesting clip. It's always interesting to hear from Jason Whitlock. Because Jason Whitlock has the ability to say something that most people won't say. But I have said it, and I'm not afraid to say it either. Most of what we see going on around us, it's satanic. Looks
2: like that's number seven. Beware all euphemisms. they are always a cover for lying and misdeeds. Gender-affirming care. That's a phrase you're seeing everywhere, including conservative media, to their great shame. What is gender-affirming care? Well, it's castrating children. It's exactly what it is. And it's become, finally, or it's becoming illegal in some states. But, of course, activists are trying to circumvent the law, The the rule of law. So the person behind the site or the Twitter feed, Libs of TikTok, just unearthed evidence of a drug smuggling operation aimed at young children. Libs of TikTok found this online post from someone called Eli Ehrlich. He says he's a PhD student at UC Santa Cruz. Quote, if anyone needs hormones who can't get access, message me, Ehrlich wrote. I have a network with years of extra doses. Ehrlich said he wants to send these drugs to, quote, trans youth. Now, that's a crime, of course, but needless to say, the DOJ has refused to investigate. Jason Whitlock is the host of Fearless. He joins us tonight to assess what's going on. So the DOJ there is an effort to give drugs illegally to kids that will castrate them, but the Department of Justice is not interested?
1: No, they're not interested because anything that has to do with gender identity, anything that has to do with diversity, equity and inclusion, they're all for. And and Tucker, I'm going to go really big picture here, but but and I've said this before, but all of this to me is just satanic, the targeting... Yes of young people and children that are very impressionable at a very early age, and now we got someone trying to sell them uh, puberty blockers or hormones that will change their identity. And, And it all goes back to this country was founded by people who believed our rights came from God. And when I look at the left, they want to disrupt that founding principle, that this is a a country founded on biblical principles. They want to disrupt all of that. And what we're going through right now, Tucker, is a process called sifting. And it's in the Bible. One of the last things Jesus said to his disciples, Luke chapter 22, verse 31, he tells Peter, he calls him Simon, says the devil wants to sift you. The sifting process is separating us. It's all these different identities that they've invented in our lifetime. Cisgender, uh, non-binary, you're a Republican, you're black, you're white, you're gay, you're lesbian, you're this, you're that. We're all being separated, and our founders saw us as all coming from one creator. And even for non-believers, that founding worked for all of us. But as we're being separated like wheat, we're, that's why there's so much divisiveness in this country.
2: Jason like the only person who would say that on TV, and we're grateful that you did. Good to see you tonight. Thank you. More news straight ahead.
0: Sifting. I've I, I got to say that that is the most. That guy's a he's he he's he's a genius in his own right. You, if you can find him, Jason Whitlock. Fearless is his podcast. It's a video thing, I think. I I listen to it uh, here and there because I really like him. He's he's not afraid to say what he just said. Obviously, that's Mister Obvious speaking. But think about that. I, I never, you know. Now I believe, yeah, it's satanic. Let me read the verse that he he uh, said there. It's Luke twenty two thirty one, and the Lord said. Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. I could imagine Peter sitting there going, holy cow. (laughs) You know, I mean, really? Why me? There was that common knowledge that Peter would be the strong man of the group he did, you know he had the he had the opinions he had the uh the, he spoke out sometimes he spoke out a little more than he should but he the devil knows I'm going after him that's the one I want. If I can take him out, the rest of them are going to run. The rest of them are going to say, oh, forget Peter. How long before he gets me? You know, fortunately, the disciples, minus Judas, of course, stood their ground, stood their ground. You know, Peter, down the road before he died, wrote in 1 Peter five. Eight, I think it was. Yeah, five eight. The devil is a roaring lion. Go, I'm paraphrasing. The devil is as a roaring lion goes about. Lion goes about seeking whom he may devour. Now I've heard people say preachers that don't. I'm going to tell you something. There's a lot of preachers out there that biblically are ignorant. That say things like. All oh, the, the, the deal with Job in the Old Testament, that was a one-time thing. Let me tell you, there's 12, well, 11 disciples left there at this time in the New Testament, and every one of them died horrific deaths. They didn't die rich. They didn't die uh, of old age except for John. But he also went through a lot. He was boiled he was boiled, folks. Then he was put on a, a on a on a rock, making big rock or making little rocks out of big rocks, until he was finally let out in his old age, where he could go back to the churches that he uh, he established in Asia Minor, or also known as Turkey, and died. But he taught a lot of people the truth. Why can't we see the truth today? Why is the truth so obscured? Why is it that when we sit down on Sunday meeting, there's nothing of substance? Now, I'm not say that in all churches, but, you know, in most, the substance is not there. The preachers think their, their, their sheep aren't smart enough for anything but the milk of the gospel, so that's all they get. The problem is most of those preachers that have that, uh, that kind of authority thinking, it's them that only knows the milk. They don't study the word. They don't do anything to try and further the, their congregation. Schiots was that thing I said a while back. That came from a guy named Alistair Begg. Whether you like him, I don't care. But he, he it's systematic, contextual exposition of the scriptures that's his way of teaching you know take a book of the bible and go through it teach people what the bible says so they know don't just give them the 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 glossed over cliff notes version there's a lot of depth as you go through god's word that gets left out so much depth in fact that without it These people that we talked about just today, Dan Crenshaw, Asa Hutchinson, Mitch McConnell, those names got mentioned. We didn't talk deeply about them. Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, of course. If you don't have some depth of truth, these people will become, you'll listen to and do what they tell you to do. They'll, they'll, they'll play the Romans 13 card. Oh, well, the government says we have to do this, so we'll do it. That's not what that says in Romans 13. It says we're to obey those that are appointed over us. But in that also, it's obey them if they are following the law of God. When they go against God's law, then we can buck it. B-U-C-K, buck it. We can say, "Nah, we're not closing our churches because of a virus. No. We're not going to do this and that. No. You can't control religion in this nation. I don't care what religion it is. I use that term very loosely, but it's you can't control it. It's There's a freedom for it. God-given and then government- given. So, we don't have to follow those kind of laws and rules. And it wasn't a law, by the way. It was just a, in, a, in most places it was a um, uh, strong encouragement. Now, some places they went overboard, Michigan, New York, California. There's a pastor in California. It was a, I think he was an independent Baptist, so I give him credit for that that he stood up and he says, no, I'm not closing. And they, they impiled fines on him. He was meeting outside. They, 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 they did, okay, we'll do outside under a tent. Meeting outside, and they let, they got like $150,000 worth of fines rocked up. God bless that guy when the rest of us closed. If you closed for more than a week, you're weak. We ran in fear. Fret not the evildoers. When they try to squash God out of the public square, they're evil. When they try to push the Lord Jesus Christ aside and, and say th- blasphemous things and we don't say anything back, that's evil. Don't let evil set you down in its presence or make you stand with them. You have to know. You have to be able to decipher the wiles of the devil. I have a guy that tells me constantly, well, you know, it says we're supposed to keep our eyes on things that are good and this and that. You're also supposed to know how your enemy operates. If you don't, you'll be eaten by him. Wake up. Use the mind of Christ that he gave you when you were saved. Yes, I preach a strong message compared to most. I'm not afraid to. Because I think the people that listen to me know what I'm talking about. And maybe you're tired of the lifeless muttering mumbles of men who have spent too many years in the pulpit or not enough time in the Bible, even if they've only been there for a a few years. The congregation needs to wake up and demand more. I want better food when I sit down in the pew. That's what it is. It's spiritual food. If you're getting fed the same garbage over and over again, you're going to get sick of it. If I go to a buffet and all they have is chicken What am I doing there? Unless it's declared out front, it's a chicken buffet. 72 different kinds of chicken. Oh, boy, what a buffet that would be. I I like chicken. Don't get me wrong. But I want a mix. I'll go to a buffet. I want a salad, you know, and I want chicken, and I want fish, and I want hamburger if it's there, whatever. You know, you want that variety. Some people need the milk. Give it to them but as you go, you need to get off of it and give them something to chew on when they leave or they just leave the building. Oh, yeah, he's a good guy. I better end now because I'm ranting again. That was loud. I gave you something to think about today. Go, go through those Bible verses yet again. Psalm 1, read the whole thing. Psalm 37, Matthew 25. I, I encourage you to sit down, take your time, read and let it sink in. Matthew 25, 24, 23, 24, and 25. Luke 21, 22. Have a good day. Tom Richardson, removing confusion. Till next time. Goodbye.